All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. This is your favorite or potentially useless leaf spreader podcast. Uh, According uh, to last we've, we've seen a couple of reviews, but uh, listen, if you don't like us, then uh, you know you don't just don't have to listen. But anyway, we're awesome. back with another episode in uh, 2022. Uh, this one's going to be a real doozy for you. We hope you enjoyed the Christmas special that we recorded. Um, you know, around Christmas time, we hope you you know. Uh, let's hope that that was uh, nice and light for you because this week. Uh, let's just say it might be a little different. So. Might be a little different. We'll tr- still try to make some jokes while you're currently... Oh, there's going to be jokes, but uh, it will not be <laughs> the joke that last week's episode was. Oh, God, no, no. We're, we're, switching, yeah, we're switching gears here. Basically, if you've wanted to just take a, a seat down and just treat your ass just, for just, being swatted by just, Krampus's bundle of sticks... Just take a seat there. Anyway, down, uh, we're going to be talking about a topic which we will tell you in a moment, but uh, just a couple of reminders here, some housekeeping... You can follow us on Instagram at hacked underscore history. You can uh, email us at hackedhistory101 at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Twitter. Um, you know, we got all that stuff out there for you. Um, we got some merchandise we'll be dropping soon. Um, we're not quite ready to drop that yet. So I'm not going to. We're gonna, still testing that. <laughs> we're still uh, testing out that. But, uh, you know, if you're in- excited about that, you got some ideas or things you might want to see from the future, or if there's shit we brought up that we forgot about from previous episodes, let us know. Um, but it <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm just just laughing at my inside joke of uh, we're still in the testing phase for the t-shirts and the socks, which means we've basically gone through four or five rhesus monkeys just to see. <laughs> it's like Fortnite. We're forever in the beta stage. We're never not pretty much. Like <laughs> but, um, I don't think that game's ever going to be completed. Just like Meta, our goal is to 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 to, to, to drive hard and break things, or whatever the fuck their goal is. Move fast and break things. Says? That was the Facebook motto: move fast and break things. Yeah, they fucking broke a lot of things. They really did. So Maybe you know they what? They needed um, to pump the brakes just a tad. No, nah, man, all gas, no brakes. Anyway, um, okay. we're gonna get into what we're talking about today. Um, this is a Jake episode again, so we're going back to the uh, normal. Most episodes are Jake episodes. Well, you know, not necessarily true, but uh, yeah. you know, listen, based on what the reviewer said, you know, maybe maybe it shouldn't be. No, <laughs> well, you know that one reviewer. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> I, I think it was a she actually, but you know what? Uh, also what, right. <laughs> or you know what? I'm, I shouldn't be assuming pronouns. Uh, what? That's true. We however, they identify that reviewer. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, we don't judge you by who you are. We judge judge you by the content of your character. And fuck you. No. <laughs> anyway, no. There's probably a very legitimate reason, but also. Oh, I, it was pretty legitimate actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Walt Disney episode, and uh, that was the episode I ate during it. So <laughs> that's the one that they decided to choose. That's the one they listened to. <laughs> they, they're the one they listened to, and like, yet they got upset two. about Walt Disney. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking Walt doesn't care. <laughs> they listened to episode two and assumed they never got better, which, you know what, I, I don't blame them for that. You know what? You're right. In some ways, we might have gotten better. In other ways, we definitely didn't, but, you know. Definitely have not hit our stride. Uh, this but, bitch ain't paying for itself yet. <laughs> no, nah, it, it might never do that, but, you know, who that's knows. That's fine, that's all right. Anywho. We're Jake. doing it as a fucking hobby. Anyway, so, I decided to come in hard on this episode. I am currently drinking a cheap Corbell champagne, what is left over from New Year's. Happy New Year! Yeah, we're recording this on January 2nd, so... Yeah, no, no, 1st. January 1st. January 1st. Oh, fantastic. January 1st. Ugh. Yeah. It's gonna be a long year. So, anyway. I decided, what better way to kick off the New Year than to talk about corpse medicine, my man? Ah, you know what? I am just deadly excited to talk about... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah! Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, full so, of formaldehyde, that's what I am today. <laughs> so let me ask you this. 
I want to. I always like to do this. I like to. I like to bring the education. Back Jesus in. Christ! Okay. <laughs> what do you think corpse medicine is? Give me your hot take. Ah uh, well, um, you know, <laughs> um, I'm gonna assume that uh, were they taking dead people and then trying to to take parts from their body into to, into a living person's body? That's you're pretty right there, <sighs> but it, oh, it is kind of interesting. So. This is, I'll just put the disclaimer, this is going to be a bit of a rough one for people who have a bit of a squeamish disposition. I will not blame you. <laughs> right, there gonna... was a lot of shit I had to read that I looked at this and said no. So listen, if, if you don't want to listen to this episode, we will not be upset with you. Uh, but just know that we're not going to hold anything back because yeah. we don't do that in this podcast. That's right. Not well, like the lamestream media. No, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. All right, Alex, I'm going to need you to calm down. Uh, uh, okay, let's let's go to the, uh, let's go to my doctor here. Uh, we got some uh, <clears throat> we got some surgical tactical. Um, I don't I don't I don't know. How many times do you think when I turn on the Weather Channel that it's uh, that it's the government conspiracy to keep the Jews and the reptilians in the White House? Yeah. Anyway, um, let's go to another commercial. Dude, did you notice his wife just got like fucking arrested for beating on him? What I didn't, cop. but uh. <laughs> Damn, you know, that's uh, that's right. kind of fitting, though, isn't it? Where's your tactical bath wipes now? Hey, that's probably why he's creating them. He's like, I need something to keep the keep the ex-wife away. Yeah. Anyway, we'll probably get sued by him, but honestly... I would welcome that. It would be funny. Best Lifetime Achievement Award, though. Oh, hey. Probably actually get the podcast a lot of views, too, so you know what? Probably. Go ahead. Go you ahead and do it. You would just be besieged by, like, neckbeards and crazy people screaming at you, though. Go ahead and do it, Alex. It's fine. Do it, Alex. You've got no balls. <laughs> anyway. So, way, the way that I'm going to structure this is that on the nose, you would think corpse medicine would have a lot to work with, and it kind of does, but a lot of what I researched in here, I did use an Atlas Obscura article, just to freebase it off of that, as our basis to give me some, some structure. It basically will sort of form... The, the foundations of this episode. And then I was able to sort of flourish it out with some extra stuff. A little potpourri there. A little bit of potpourri, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see it. I'm just like slowly waving my hand in front of the camera. There's no camera. Microphone. You don't know that there's a camera in this room that I've installed in here for purposes that I can't disclose to you. What? You're going you're to keep going. Silenced. <laughs> anyway, um... So the way that I'm going to do this, though, is that we're going to run through the origins and the history of it. Kind of murky, not going to lie. And there's a reason for that. And then what I'm going to do is... What I'm basically going to do is I'm going to sort of run through our three basic fields of what corpse medicine kind of is. And anything that I found rather noteworthy in this case, I found that a couple cases in reading through, like you know, a couple more articles and looking at some source material that it all kind of became redundant after a while. So it's one of those things. But to break it down, corpse medicine is effectively, or they call it cannibal medicine, which is also bad. Cannibal medicine, rock and roll. Head physician, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> head physician, head physician of a, a 
Static X or whatever his name is. <laughs> James Hetfield or whatever. James Hetfield and Ozzy Osbourne are the fucking dodgers of this religion, bro. Fucking Hardcore, bro. Let's roll. fucking go. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's great. I love you just bringing the energy for that one. It's like, yeah. Anyway. No. So, this is a medical practice that effectively dates to the early AD years. I'm The best that we could find was 25 AD specifically, as it's mentioned. Um... And it was a practice that utilized using multiple parts of a deceased human being as a means of healing the sick or repairing injuries sustained in your day-to-day life. Right, because you know what? Let's, let's think about this logically, yeah, right? Yeah. When, oh, when, yeah. When, when, no, <laughs> let's, let's crank up the logic on this yeah, one. Yeah, so let's, let's just examine the logic here if we might for a moment. Yeah, right, so, ben Shapiro, <laughs> give it to me. See, a car breaks down, right? The best thing you could possibly do is find something from a scrapped car yeah. that is already fucking like let's say you you you, you blow out a tire, right? Yeah. The best thing you could possibly do is find another blown out tire and put it back on your car because that's gonna fix it. Uh, you mean that legitimately? I'm being one hundred percent sarcastic. I know. <laughs> Honestly, you were kind of on point up until you said blown out tire and I had to pause and think like, did you fuck that up? Are you being serious? No. No I'm not. I bet you are. This is, um, welcome to, uh, This American Life. No, this American Life. Welcome to Walter Cronkiter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, um, we've got Sonny. we got you know, I will be reliving all of my Vietnam experiences we, in one episode. We've got, uh, former heavyweight champion Sonny Liston here with us, Sonny. Champion. He's had a stroke. Oh, <laughs> uh, champion of Shema Dong. Oh, Jesus, no. All right, anyway. So, yeah, if that's already kind of turned you off to it, how stupid this is, so you better strap the fuck in on this roller coaster. Strap people. in or strap off. Both. <laughs> yeah, it will either feel like God you are damn. on a roller coaster of emotion or that you are being violated sexually. I should have done drugs before this. I mean, you really should have. Nah. Just take you on THC. I'd love to see how you would react to it. Oh, episode. shit, bro. <laughs> that's, that's when we do eventually do like a like an MK Ultra CIA episode, which I don't really want to touch Listen, because it's kind if, of murky. If we're but... doing that, I'm definitely doing some Delta 8 beforehand because that's League Well. <laughs> What the fuck did you just say? I'm kidding. None okay. of that's none of that's gonna happen. I tell you what, I'm gonna crush up some Adderall. I'm not gonna do any drugs. Just gonna fucking just as take everything you know. straight to the dome as per normal. Straight to the dome. <laughs> that's how I take some of these episodes, that's man. What you straight do. to just the do dome. Just do heroin, mainline it, right? Not <laughs> like that. I hope you can hear that. None on of like pussy <laughs> shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, make fun. All right, let's do, let's do our annual disclaimer here. No, we do not do drugs and. No, you should not do drugs. We don't condone that on this podcast. Yeah. If you make those choices for yourself, that's on your own free and volition, and we will not judge you, but we will not, uh, you know, advertise it. Well, then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so you would think this is kind of a niche thing, considering how human beings work, or that this was sort of a prehistory method of dealing with things, and it might be possibly true and possibly not. But I'll tell you one thing. The idea of using dead people in the matter of medicine has been I common. See dead people. Thank you. <laughs> was common in wide ranging areas around the world. I'm talking Aztecs to Romans to Western Europeans to the Chinese to the people in the Pacific well, Islands. I mean, this is a big <laughs> fucking you, if, practice. Listen, if you think theoretically, like it would be fantastic if this actually worked. Because you, ha- the one thing you have a, a never-ending supply of is, is people. dead people. That's true. So, like, if this worked, oh my fuck, that'd be fantastic. And, and it's like I said, part of the struggle of this episode for researching for me was, like, 
how the fuck do I try to explain the mentality behind this? Because this is one of those where you can't say, like, well, they just did it because, you know, like, there's got to be they a were reason like, hey, here. listen, you know, your sister just died, right? What if we took her kneecap and we used it? My kneecap. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, and maybe it works, right? Hmm? That's what I said. Most of this is maybe it will, maybe it won't. <laughs> like, you know. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. With all these medical episodes, we tend to um, talk about some things that, you know, via current medical standards, sound absolutely fucking ridiculous. But you have to remember, before the advent of some of the treatments and things that we have nowadays, like, these things yeah. were, were, maybe it'll help. Like, they didn't know. Yeah, they were we grasping to, at straws yeah. to try to understand some of these things because they didn't have answers to them. Oh, yeah, no. So, in this situation, like, we're talking about a time period that basically would run alongside the idea of humors. It starts in that general area. Like, the idea of humor started during the Roman times. Course medicine is like the uh, Mormonism to, to religion. Pretty much. You want to explain how that works? <laughs> uh, Mormonism is fucking stupid. Okay. I'll say it right now. <laughs> now most of our, oh, wait, we lost all of our Utah listeners. Which, we just watched that state go blank you know what? on the map. I mean, that's kind of okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, I mean, God damn it. How will you watch Sister Wives now? <laughs> You mean I can't go to the one state where you can't, where that nobody drink. fucking drinks or does yeah. anything fun? Yeah, Utah. Oh, Fuck, no, all right. Where their lakes are mostly salt. Anyway. Well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense because they are salty bitches. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, you're coming in strong with that one. Anyway, so origins in history of corpse medicine. As I already stated, it's murky at best, and I mean like really murky. But what has survived? over the years is basically I think honestly once people realize this was a fucking stupid idea they just like yeah let's ah, not uh, you know and you think that but the way that we go through this you'll be surprised as to how long this fucking goes this is not a it's I was surprised with lobotomies with, so uh, yeah. I can't even imagine how fucking yeah just yeah. enthralled I'm gonna be at the end of this one. oh no you're gonna be either <laughs> seething or you'll be completely just ambivalent I'm trying to keep ready. myself in a main line because I feel like in two of these episodes I get upset and I don't think that helps us, so I'm going to try to... We always do that reaction. Keep... Anyway, so according to Just what... no audience. I'm going to be pissed at probably 90% of this stuff, but I might not be That's conveying fine. it. We'll be pissed about... I'm pissed about it right now. I haven't even gotten past the first bit. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> as far back as we can get... And again, I'm saying this as an, not as an absolute. This is what we know, because that's what history is, is basically what's been written down. Is that... But Mr. T, Mr. T, I thought you could just look up history online and just click on the site. No, and that's we're going to watch it on a VHS tape. <laughs> You're stupid, Mr. T. Fuck your internet. <laughs> I'm going to go buy NFTs in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny if that hadn't happened at one point in time in my life, and it definitely has. So, anyway. So, uh, like I said before, the Romans are effectively the first time that any sort of use of corpse medicine is mentioned. Rock and roll! Rock and roll! <laughs> and hey, Leonidas, bro. Why don't you take a bro? Why don't you take a break from uh from uh whatever you're doing with your uh with, with your young uh person there? Let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of like covering up what was effectively boy love. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty fucked up, actually. If you, it really is. If, yeah. If you, if you want something interesting in the Romans, they were definitely boy fuckers. Oh, uh, it's over the Athenians and Spartans. Uh, it, but it is bad. It's, it's bad. It's really it's bad. bad. So I mean, like next time you hear someone glorifying how great Roman society was, just 
Maybe do a little bit of background about who you're letting watch your kids. Yeah, that's true. Because if there's a guy with a big, like, gut, per se, and, like, a big, like, he comes to the house maybe with, like, a toy if, Trojan helmet on, and he's like, If there's a guy We're gonna that play. wears golden laurels at any point in time without context, you need to call the police We're gonna. Me and Timmy are going to play ancient rum. Nope, nope, you know, you're not. Nope, you're nope. not even coming to my fucking house. Get the hell out of here. Anyway. Not saying that people can't love ancient Roman and, you know, not be boy fuckers, but, yeah. you know, just something to look into. All right, anyway. <laughs> so, the first advent, and there is no specific date, because, of course, there is The first advent of corpse medicine. Thank you. The first advent of corpse medicine <laughs> comes from Richard Sugg's Corpse Medicine, Mummies, Cannibals, and Vampires. <laughs> Nice. We are really on the no title for that story. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Where basically it was a common practice that peasants after a gladiator fight would basically run down to drink the blood of said slain gladiator. In an attempt oh, to it so that, it's like fruit juice. I love it. In an attempt to gain that person's vitality and cure their ailments, namely epilepsy. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's... Tell you what. That's not how it works. <laughs> no. <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> okay, but let's 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 uh, just put this in context here. So the Romans, uh, these people were still working on the humorous sort of thing. Oh yeah, no. We're so their whole concept early, is early if, if I ingest some gladiator's blood, then I might be able to level out the humors, and and that would fix it. So yeah. they literally thought of that shit as like a liquid. So they were like, maybe if I imbibe this blood, I can level out my like fucking pie chart. Yeah, basically, like it, it, it's the same idea as like I've got two. It's like a I would say it's kind of like one of those weird games and like, like side games in a video game where it's like all of the jars have different levels of liquid. You have to make them equal to get through or some shit. It's basically well, it's like actually that. kind of fun though. Is it though? I enjoy them. Maybe I'm a masochist. You're a fucking nerd. Anyway, <laughs> so what happened here was that the presumed reasoning for using a human being's corpse and this kind of. It spreads over because most of early Western history did have like a lot of Roman themes to it, which is really weird to to say. But we basically sort of borrow a lot from those early civilizations because they are, you know, just the fucking the tops of everything that we've ever done in, in anything like that. But there are kind of two specific reasons that I was able to get out of this, which was that number one. If you're using another human being for some sort of purpose of medical healing, it was the idea specifically of taking in part of someone else. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That ideally you were picking up the positive traits of that thing. No, I mean someone or something, i.e. food. I don't mean people specifically. But the idea was, if you're eating plants that don't kill you, you pick up the positives of said plant or animal, right? Because that That's nourishes you and makes you survive. Sure. I'm with you. Number two. <laughs> this kind of comes, and this might piss a few people off, but I don't care, because this is kind of the Just truth. say it. What is number two? Number two is that in the Christian context, the idea of communion was essentially that same idea. Well, they... they, they when you listen to when it's how it's presented and i was just there because uh number one i'm, I'm a confirmed lutheran um i don't necessarily yeah and but, i'm a roman catholic which makes it even more awkward but um, now it's being done where an old man is like and you will eat of well, jesus's body specifically yeah, and i'm sitting in there like the fucking what specifically in the i think it's the difference between correct me if i'm wrong please i'm not like i, I think that uh 
don't Catholics actually believe that like it's actually his blood and body versus where yes. Lutherans think that like it's it's, being, a, representation. it's, it's a representation? Yeah, but see, Catholics you guys are more on the ball. <laughs> yeah, but Catholics like no, this is actually his blood and this is actually his body. No longer practicing Catholic. I'd like to make that known. <laughs> I, that is one of the reasons that it turned me off as a kid because I'm like, and now you will eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, and I'm like, no. No, yeah, what? I think I think what? the I think the Christian version goes something like, and this uh, take this bread as a representation of uh, yeah. his body, uh, which is given one, yeah. for you for the forgiveness for sins or something yeah. like that. So it, it's made clear that it's a representation. Yeah, I know, and that's what I said in the Catholic faith. It's like yeah, it's up to your interpretation. I'm like, oh, that's not a good idea. And this is this isn't a religion podcast, but the other thing I don't like about the well, the, it's the, gonna ca- it's gonna be made a pretty deep part of it. I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, it's good that we both have some background. The- <laughs> Yeah. The, the thing that I don't like about the Catholic thing is like the uh purgatory is bullshit. That was just a way for the church to make money. <laughs> it's like And it worked, didn't it? <laughs> you can lessen your time in this fucking middle ground between This Earth is and- like a fucking what I trying to think of what kind of scheme that would even be. <laughs> it's a money making scheme because you could give like gifts to the church during your lifetime to listen your supposed to lessen your supposed stay. It's only five minimum payments of nine ninety nine will make you entrance into the everlasting. Come on. It's, it's so a good. Fucking Ponzi scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> but now you know it, but you still pay it in. No, I don't. I know you don't. That's why we're bitter about it. <laughs> anyway. Like, yeah, man, it's just the Roman Catholic Church. I did not stay for the religion, but I tell you what, I stayed for the money-making scheme. The Pope is going to fucking sue us for this one. Oh, I bet they will. No, our Pope's cool now. I like our Pope. Currently. He seems pretty chill. He is. He's, yeah, he's pretty, really fucking chill. <laughs> He's definitely the, he's definitely the, we've really been bad for way too long and we need to really get back on track sort of thing. Yeah. He's our hip new pope. At least he's not covering up sex offenses that we know of. Uh, You know. I I stress Actually, no, he's not. I'm pretty sure he's letting him go to trial, aren't they? I don't know. I thought, we could get into that for fucking hours. That stuff all very much matters. So let's not put past that. Yeah, we're past that at this point because I don't want to go into a two minute riff on the offside of it. But. Corpse medicine. Yeah. So I, again, I will reiterate though that second idea comes becomes a huge justification, especially in Western Europe. Um, and I will I will put the caveat. I focus mostly on Western Europe in this episode. Number one, because fuck early well, Europeans. Listen, we number two. We have to draw the line somewhere. These episodes, otherwise, we would be doing another Bay of Pig series, and I don't think any of you well, guys want and, and that. And on right top now. of which, the fact is. I would never pass up a chance to point out the hypocrisy of early Europeans to use something like this <laughs> as a justification to invade and enslave other people, namely brown people, whilst also practicing it themselves. Yeah, it's not good. Anyway. No, really? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was like the Peter Griffin level of understanding. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good. It's no, not good, Lois. Bad. I hate that fucking voice. Anyway. Cool hog. So, yeah. The idea here was that especially once, like, Christianity and mainland Europe and in a couple... Well, I mean, in other areas of the world took hold, it did become kind of the big justification of, like, well, look at what we did for Jesus. And, like, don't, don't know why that was a Manhattan accent. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I have a problem with that because it almost sounds like the wise Jew stereotype. No, that's not where I'm going with that. What the fuck? I no. Don't, <laughs> I'm glad that's not where you're going with it, because it's not good. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, but the fact is that, like, 
so many things were seen through the context of Christianity, especially in the Middle Ages, that it Well, became... because that, that was their life. Yeah. That's how they viewed everything. And, like, the thing you need to understand about these early... Uh, well, not early, but, like, you know, uh, this time in European history, or really just history in general in a lot of cases, is religion is how they saw their lives. Like, with few exceptions, like, someone's religion, like, controlled their... all of their preferences. Um, and that's just how it was. Yeah. Like... That was, like, one of the biggest things in your life, maybe aside from your family or, like, your really close friends, was, was church. And that was yeah. basically how it was. Um, and you can argue, just as a side point, that um, church may, some churches may have taken advantage of that with things like purgatory and whatnot. While, yeah. others, while others may not have done that, you know, um, you know, some people took advantage of it just because some people always take advantage of the, the weak spots. Where's my because, tithe? Where's my tithe? Yeah, I'm going to punch you in the face. Where's my tithe? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Money! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But yeah, no. That, the idea I'm a, was this Jake, really... I'm going to fucking nail 96 theses to <laughs> your door. You're going to take those 96 theses and fuck yourself with <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? This is not a visual medium. No one needed that. <laughs> I threw the headphones off my head. <laughs> It's not a visual medium, so I don't no, care. it was for completely the wasted value. effort. What comedic value? I'm the only one in the room with you. It's for the listener. It's always for the listener. You don't ever not do that. Anyway. Oh, so, right. getting on with our fucking lives here. So, the fact is that in the Roman Empire, the drinking blood bit, not exactly... Can it's not exactly cannibal medicine per se. There was a really weird argument in the Atlas Obscura article that I used as my basis for this, where it was like, "That's more vampirism," and I'm like, "That's the no, that's listen, not a good no, argument." Listen, listen, listen. Um, I I know this this mistakes come comes along a lot, you know. Um, it's not necessarily cannibalism because it, the the blood is the main uh, aspect here, so. When you look at what Spock said in episode 17 of Star Trek oh season my God. 9. It's not a fucking BuzzFeed article. You need to relax. <laughs> he, if it was BuzzFeed, <laughs> I would have absolutely not gone for that. That well, is garbage. William Shatner said this in the episode. And, and, uh, How many times do I have to touch you? And do you know he's been divorced you? three times? Let's go over a synopsis. Let's go over the synopsis. No. 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 No! <laughs> Just constantly screaming no while I'm researching. But mostly that's the best that we could get out of it was that it was just the drinking of a young vigorous person's blood as a means of putting that person's vitality into you like a fucking crazy person but i mean again we there are next to no I modern medical essence yeah i know basically <laughs> but there's next to no modern medical knowledge so i kind of have to sit there and be like okay maybe it was just through some really like basic level like you know you know, was it, um, oh shit, I'm, I'm turning into a fucking idiot here. Um, where causation <laughs> equals whatever, <laughs> you know. Correlation equals causation. Yeah, I like that, sorry. I'm just, ah, it's been a Well, Steve day. didn't die, so must be working. That's kind of how that worked. And I'm thinking that's kind of how most of the human species got through their lives up until we started making real civilizations. <laughs> where the one other part of the caveman tribe that was nomadic ate the berries and didn't fucking die. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'll just stare at him as he sat there waiting to meet his maker. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Fucking metal, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's like all cavemen were like goth, but also had like shocker hairstyle. Um, <laughs> like, come in like, ah, oh, bro, you know what would be really cool, dude? Like, what if we, um, 
What if we just drink that dude's blood? <laughs> you know what? Actually, and you know what? It's totally possible that that could have been a conversation somewhere along the line. Hey, Don't doubt that it would have happened. Hey, Gorg. <laughs> Gorg. <laughs> hey, Gorg. Uh, what if we? Or nerd. Dr- what if we drink, um, Joe Joe's blood? Joe. What if we drink Joe's blood? That that we, be. We get rid of him because his name does not add to the aesthetic of the caveman lifestyle. He, wouldn't that be fucking metal? <laughs> it would be metal as fuck, dude. <laughs> anyway, so it went through the Roman Empire off and on. There was, you know, it was common practice, but it wasn't like a huge thing. It was sort of like. I don't want to call it niche. It's really weird. Like, it's a lot of gray areas. It's very special. Yeah. (laughs) But when the Roman Empire effectively fell in 476 AD, we start to see a prevalence of localized folk medicines that Uh, did utilize cannibalism and corpses coming back to prevalence. Talking about medical healing. Baby! Oh, my God. We're going to get sued by Marvin Gaye's Jesus. Anyway... Um, but one of the big things here is this concept of folk medicines, because when you think about like the dark ages, especially after the fall of the Roman empire, you're talking like local communities kind of retreating back to their roots. Cause it, originally in most of Western Europe that had been under Roman control, you did what the Romans told you to do or you fucking died. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which is a good way. It's effective. You know, it's effective. Except for those pesky druids out there fucking causing problems in Ireland. Um, oh, the fucking druids. Oh, Jesus. That, that'll get us some fucking hate mail. <laughs> You'll get a pipe bomb in the mail. On <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and piss the cranberries off. She'll come to your house with a pipe and bust your kneecaps. Um, and maybe, your that's, knees, maybe that's what I want to happen. Feet. Maybe, maybe that's what I want to happen. Oh, yeah. Anyway, you're putting her on blast. But um, the local customs and that sort of like village structure was really sort of what propelled it forward because now you're... You're dealing in maybe herbal medicine. Even though oh, Christianity God. is still kind of there, it, it's, you know, that's the but, thing. It, but, like, let's some, see it. Some neighborhoods and some communities are going to retreat back to the okay, earlier form. I mean, this is actually good uh, good congruency with our previous episode. Yeah. I mean, you think about the <laughs> crumpet. The, 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 yeah. the, they tried to stamp out Krampus. They're like, no, it's not a thing anymore. And the community's like, it's still a thing. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, no, the thing was like this. It's like, it's still a thing and... The, the fucking but it got people. morphed. It got the morphed. People, yeah, the people who believed in it were like, we're willing to die on this hill, maybe literally. And the Catholic Church or the Christian Church was like, ah, fuck it. It's not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> and then it got morphed into some aspects of what people believe as far as religion goes in that yeah. region. Well, Which is what I'm assuming is going to happen with these corpse medicine things. It is, yeah, it is, absolutely. Even at this point in time, it has kind of become part of that because you have now added the idea of communion. Cannibalism, which I will bring this up later, was namely stamped out, according to the Christians. <laughs> Yet the Catholics use it in their services. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it. But... Come, eat my body. <laughs> yeah, but again, the thing is this. You're talking Dark Ages. We're talking basically a complete societal collapse in Western Europe, the existing structure. So a lot of those local customs come through, but nobody's going to write that shit down. That's just not yeah. going to happen. yeah. Basically, it was a sort of an informational void for some people. For a lot of, like, like, day-to-day stuff. Even though we do know enough, we don't know a lot. Like, as much as we could know. But, digress. Middle Ages gives way to Renaissance. The, what the fuck did you just do? 
<laughs> that was the most Midwestern attempt I've ever seen at a fucking oh, accent. Oh, no, hold on. I can do it better. So, you know, they're... Yeah, know that the Middle Ages were done and everything. Yeah. They just you can wait now till the run anthem that songs there. All right, I'm sorry, Uncle John. You can finish this episode by yourself. I'm gonna. Yo, adi- adios, fucker. I'm gonna go get uh, go get me a bloody, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was a substantial increase in medical knowledge, medical breakthroughs, experimentation, shit like that. So this is sort of your like enlightenment period of like people. Uh-huh. The enlightenment of cannibalism. Well, and that's the thing, though. It's weird because we're talking people like doing anatomy and shit. Like you're talking like Leonardo da Vinci's like Vitruvian Man and things like that. You're talking about people moving past the idea that there are, you know, humors and getting more into more. I would say theoretical ideas at the time, which become like modern practice now. You know, but we're still in the same time period of people believing that there are ghosts in your fucking blood. And you need to slash you your need wrist to... <laughs> to let the ghosts out. You need to get the ghosts out, son. Get the razor blade. <laughs> Just start slashing in. Remember, son, always cut, uh, what is it? Vertically, not horizontally. Vertically. Because, yeah. Yep, vertically. <laughs> little bit of, little bit of a tip from hacked history to you. Stop. <laughs> no, do not. If you if you ever thinking about don't, cutting your wrist, don't. please for the love of, God, the love no. of God get I help. I do not want that. Please, for the love of God, get help. As somebody who comes you are you are worth more than that. Please do not. Yeah, you are worth way more. There are no, much that better. Was a joke. That was a joke. There are there much better satire. ways to get attention. Satire. Anyway, like Jake, you could use emotional ma- manipulation to get attention. That's true. Just like that's why I do it to Lucas because I have to counter his emotional manipulation in this friendship. It's like a fucking constant sorcery battle. Co- this is literally our Cold War <laughs> within a localized version of you basically just throwing sleeper shit at me. And I'm mean, like, no! <laughs> you can't hurt me, only I can hurt myself. You can't put those memories in Cuba? <laughs> you can't put those memories. I ask you to take those memories out of Cuba <laughs> and in exchange. I will take my memories out of Turkey. It's <laughs> a fucking deep I tell talk. you what, though. I will absolutely fucking wave my dick at you the whole time. <laughs> anyway. So. Jesus, this is going to be... I don't want this to be a two-parter. It's probably going to be, but that's okay. That's okay. So. Anyway. Substantial increase in medical knowledge. That's good and all. Yep. Here's the problem. Corpse medicine continues to be the stubborn standard. For treating physical and mental illness. Ah, so everything else, they were like, okay, we can change this. Like, we we have the technology and the knowledge. Corpse we are, are like, beginning to get the technology. But what about that corpse medicine shit, though, bro? That shit still works. I, mean, I know. Like, there was just, I think it was the deeply held belief that, like, lack of anything else, the most desperate option seems to work best. And I guess I could kind of get it. But here's kind of the fuck thing. And this is, this is kind of our, like, a weird little, like, be ready for this one thing. So the Italian scholars, Marsilio I had practiced this. Fuck me. <laughs> it always it always hits different when I try to like fucking do this on the. Podcast. Now, what regions of Italy is people from? Jake? Don't fucking dare! I <laughs> just said Italian scholar, and I couldn't find it out because I knew you were going to ask that question. It's Marsilio Ficino. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. It's not Ficino, but I'm assuming that the. Hey, no, anybody who listens from Italy, if you can let us know if that's they're going to kill us, correctly. they're going to fucking kill us. All right. Well, I don't know that. He recommended that you could not only use human blood as a curative, but that it acted in the same way as a youth elixir. Okay. Hold up. He's using the word... Shut the fuck up while I read this. (laughs) He suggested that the elderly could restore their youthful vigor by sucking the blood directly from the arm of someone younger than... Nope. 
Nope, nope. Again, this would be considered more vampirism, the corpse medicine, but I thought, how no, this is this is pretty much <laughs> is that mental image. <laughs> now you can say what you wanted to say. It's like okay, all right, Grandma Esther. Um, <laughs> you oh can, god, uh, you gave her the most midwestern name. All right, oh, Grandma god. Esther, you can go ahead and uh, you see uh, your grandson Johnny there. So uh, he's coming by for a visit Johnny's today. A, Johnny's a spry young lad about the G- age of. Go 18. ahead and just give him Cut a, a hole in his wrist and suck out his blood. Tell you what, Johnny, give her a pint today. <laughs> Jesus, and that's what I was thinking to myself. Like in my mind, as I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, the mental image of this like. Old woman's wrinkly fucking lips just, yeah, no, wrong. Oh, this uh, tastes kind of good today. What are you tastes eating, like, Johnny? Tastes like pennies. Hey, you know Back what? Back in the day, Listen. it tastes like pennies. No. Nah, I'm not going to say that joke, yeah, actually. Your joke is Bad dumb. taste. Anyway, so, that being said, though, we kind of get to the understanding, and I will just sort of sort of squeeze what I would consider to be just about maybe less than a thousand years of human history into a sentence or so. Oh, you're just gonna... (laughs) Just gonna condense. Understand towards the end. (laughs) But I don't put a definite end on corpse medicine because we technically still practice it. I will tell you why towards the end. But effectively, you know, the route of corpse medicine becoming less and less... Technically, stem cells could be a direct result of corpse medicine. Yeah. So, that is, I mean, stem cells, blood work, a lot of stuff stems with this. So, yes, so it's not these as things crazy can as, like, be useful. Therapy. Yeah. But, in the same way that, like, modern marvels about medical science could be derived from, like, concentration camp experiments, it's yeah. sort of the same context. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, not to get too far off the track, but uh, there's a reason that we still ask people, like, you know, after your dad, do you want to donate your organ, organs? Organ donor. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't eat the organs, but no. and people do it to animals. Listen, the organs are also kept in like a very like refrigerated situation and like kept so that they yeah. could still yeah. be useful. They're not just taken from a corpse oh, yeah. and put into somebody else, which is the major difference here. Um, yeah. No, but so. you're, you're, you're right on the nose there because the fact is that this is still technically in practice elements of it that have been refined and the other dumber shit has just faded out of existence. Which now, is good. Now there's so much of it though that it would take us like three hours just to go through all of it. So yeah. I'm not going to do that. Originally what I was going to do was literally go through a few specific ways of doing it, but I thought it was overkill. So. Ha. Overkill just like, uh, corpses. Yeah. Death. <laughs> anyway but the fact is like all like older medical things they just sort of phased out as new information came in and just kind of faded away it just kind of faded away literally that's what happened it faded away or it became something more useful so anyway you can't stop me my time is now (laughs) you can't see me my time Time is now saying it to blind children (laughs) he did that anyway so what we start with in our first part of this is the idea of Th- that was an intro. It was <laughs> the idea. We have thirty eight minutes in, and that was the intro. Will not stop riffing. This <laughs> is one hundred percent going to be multiple episodes. I want to be Max too, but we will start with the first one, which is the mummies, the Jack Links of corpses. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Anyway, ah, oh, God. So. Where we're looking into the more, like, semi-modern context of corpse medicine, 
the use of corpses as any sort of form of healing medication literally starts with mummies and the mummified dead. Now, when I mean mummified, originally I'm literally talking Egyptian mummies. Being Walk used. like an Egyptian. Yes. Like the Bengals. They too eat corpses. <laughs> no, 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 Initially, Egyptian mummies were the best thing you could get. That was the, that was like the that shit. Was the, that was the primo shit. That's primo shit. That's like the Gordon Ramsay. That's the shit the dealer doesn't want to sell yeah. you. I'm just <laughs> That's the shit the, the cops don't want you to know. <laughs> it's, like one of those it's the shit. BuzzFeed hack that the, that the cops do not want you to know. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you know, getting a real life Egyptian guy that's been mummified for upwards of a couple hundred years or so maybe more eh, it was scarce at best and using a more homemade etsy system homeopathic per se yes (laughs) but maybe a more etsy system of obtaining mummified dead became paper they gave that do not tell me that they they, do not tell me that they started mummifying people that are already dead they just dug them up and started making the mummies no no that's that can't be a thing they did yes (laughs) anyway okay so just chill it's all right. It's not all right, but... <laughs> so, what's more insane is that the entire reasoning for using Egyptian dead and later using the mummified dead at a local level was the fact that this whole thing came from a misinterpretation of the term bitumen. No. No. They, no, you... Yeah. I, why are we this stupid? Why is... <laughs> I don't. I don't know how we got there. We got to the moon somehow, but... We really, with we always think of, we plateaued. With the help of the Nazis, we got ourselves yeah, to the help of, with the help of the Nazis. Anyway, <laughs> it's a semi, but basically, sort of in a nutshell, what bitumen is, is a semi-solid petroleum compound that was used in ancient, like, sort of during the Egyptian reign for setting broken bones, treating arthritis, things like that. So it was useful. It was basically like... Maybe you'll get an episode about that later. Maybe it'll happen. I don't know. That was actually semi-useful. I usually want to do medical marvels more about the crazy bullshit stuff, but... yeah. Uh, what came in this was that when the Egyptian society finally collapsed and it kind of became like this crazy sort of like nobody really knows where these things came from for at least like the Greeks and shit like that. This came from an age-old game of foreign language telephone. Oh, so no. here's what happens. The Egyptians had a term for bitumen. Mm-hmm. But the Persians' term for bitumen was mumia. Mamma mia. Here no, we go mumia. again. And. <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> but that term for the Persian term for bitumen became mixed with the Egyptian term for mumia, which was the wax resin they used in the embalming process of mummification. Oh, perfect. So they're like, oh. This, this connects. Yeah. So basically, they they took it as point A to point F, <laughs> with missing all the shit in between. They didn't think, hey, maybe medicine shouldn't involve embalming fluids. Yeah, they didn't think that far forward because, again, you're yeah. But they kind of made the connection, like, okay, same term, same term. Fucking, that's amazing. Let's all right, we do got it. this. We that's got as it. much. I hit the mic. That's as much thought as what went into this. But. 
by a basic string of incorrect information and stupid people. We had numerous, and I do mean numerous, Egyptian tombs looted because of a misunderstanding for bullshit medical reasons. Oh my god. Okay. Uh. Now, the basic concept I will get to for how they use this. But, if you were not up to the task of traveling into the harsh, arid sands of Egypt to steal a thousands-year-old <laughs> dead guy... To steal a literal fucking cultural relic. Pretty much. There were more local sources that were just as good, especially if it came from a maligned ethnic group. Oh, no. Which ethnic group do you think it is? I'm guessing they're probably not white. <laughs> you would be incorrect. They're white. I'll give you another go at it. Um... I don't know. I got nothing. All right. You know what? It was the Irish. Why? <laughs> I'll, you know, that's the thing, though. Um, to explain why the Irish are a maligned ethnic group would take us a long time. But in a nutshell, I'm trying not to insult anybody's cultural heritage here. Um, basically, they the Irish much. were kind <laughs> of seen as a sort of... I don't want to... I'm trying to explain this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a dick. But, you know, I'm just going to have to pull this ingrown hair. So... Basically, in the minds of people who lived in, like, like Western Europe and in England and in areas like that, they saw the Irish as a sort of lower people because of their belief system. Because okay. they were primarily yeah. pagan to that point, you know, even though the British were pagan too, so what the fuck was the point of that argument? Well, they should have just been like, well, you know, your king literally just started a church because he was mad because they, he, he couldn't, couldn't get fuck. a divorce. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't fuck. But... The fact being is that they saw the Irish as sort of like a lower class in the same way that I hate to, to bring it. It's like, you know, how people in America do see certain people as a lower class depending on where you come from in the country. Yeah, I mean, we but don't do that, but there are people who do. We no, specifically do not do that, but it is a practice in America. Anyway, that fact being was that the Irish sites became extremely popular because of the skulls that were there. Because there was a lot of burial sites there. And their nationality justified that defilement because most mainland Europeans just said, fuck them, we don't care. And so that display of disrespect, there was little concern for. But the primary use of those mummies, and more later on the Irish um, dig, or I was going to say the Irish dig sites for that, the, the Irish corpses, was that in most cases, they were powdered down and mixed into tinctures with alcohol. You know what this reminds me of? <coughs> this reminds me of the fucking bone broth movement, where people literally just ground down bone, and they put that into, like, where fucking drinks. Where do you drinks. think this came from? <laughs> oh, that came no. from this. Oh, yeah. A whole society. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> I just love this, though, because it really helps to torpedo the idea of European supremacy. That's kind of what they tried to use in this. Anyway. But in sort of making these human beings into a small dust and then mixing it with liquid and then drinking it. No. The idea was to staunch internal or external bleeding or to revitalize yourself, especially in the Egyptian sense, because there was a sort of romanticism that existed that people thought like, well, if I drink the body of Ramses, the whatever, I'll fucking become like him, even though he was probably I'll club-footed and inbred. Fucking like the rest of Pharaoh. Pretty much. <laughs> The most crackhead monster, like thought process ever. If I drink this dead guy, I will become Jesus. No, it's like, um, listen, <laughs> there's, a, there's a common belief today that if you were to dig up uh, Abraham Lincoln's body, grind up some of that fucking good shit, you know, just yeah, fucking snort take, that, inhale that to the dome. 
you will become you will become a secretly gay slave hating president. <laughs> slave hating president. <laughs> I, <just>, uh, <laughs> I meant to say slavery hating. Oh my god, it's so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He just grows up to wake up the next day after doing that. He's like two feet taller and he's speaking in fucking just the weirdest accent. Anyway. Oh my god, I would love to see that. Four score and five bitches ago. Four score and seven years ago, I smacked that ass. And it can be of whichever sex, gender, or race he wishes to do because we're 21st century Americans. Good job, Jake. Yes. Gold saw. Good stick. Gold saw. Thank you for the sticker, Dad. Anyway. So, also, there were other methods they could, uh, and I heard it both ways, so... Oh, hang on, I just had a really weird thought come to my mind that I okay, need to express. Now, the gold star thing reminds me of, uh, when I was in, uh, since we're talking about religion, when I was in Sunday school... You were Catholic. No, when I was in Sunday school, they had the charts with the names, and when you were good that day, you did something good in class, you'd get, like, a sticker, yeah. and you could put it by your name, but if you weren't good, you didn't get a sticker put on there, a lot of times they were, like, fucking stars, yeah. See, when I went to when I went to uh, Sunday school in the Catholic system, basically what it was was they had a ranked system where we all started on Earth, and if you were bad, you were moved down a level to hell. And no. <laughs> no. What? Maybe. <laughs> what was it actually like? It was kind of like that. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, a little bit. They ranked you? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it was ranking per se. I would. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a system. <laughs> Oh my god! And you, anyway. you, you didn't want to get to level number one because those those kids always came in different the next day. Those kids <laughs> always came in different. In what way? Uh, looked a little disheveled. Some things they couldn't say. Oh, uh, that's why they moved that priest. Anyway, yeah, that's why, that's Actually, why. We're not trying to make a joke on that for the joke's sake. We know it's horrible. We're making jokes about it because we hate it, and there's nothing we can do about there's it. There's nothing we could do. Oh yeah. So that being said, um. Additionally, there was two other methods that kind of used, especially when it came to mummies, was that that same tincture, tink, Jesus, tincture, tincture <laughs> could be mixed and used as a sort of antiseptic on bandages. Or, and this one's oh. really fucked, God. they would take the flesh of the mummified corpse, because it's basically leather, would soak that in alcohol... And either wrap it around a wound or eat it. <laughs> Not good. Beef jerky. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that being said, this was just the tip of the fucking iceberg. So, just the tip. Would you ask me, how would you <laughs> achieve a local method? Jake, how would you achieve a local, a local method? method of picking up a mummified corpse? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> so. When necessary, there did exist recipes on how to obtain similar results regarding fresher ingredients. Oh! Ingredients, huh? <laughs> that is word for word. I'm sorry, the... James, you're losing your leg tonight. <laughs> that literally came from the Atlas Obscura article. That is how it said. Good God. I will post this article on the website. But Fresher quote, ingredients. The following is taken <laughs> from... Yes. The, the following is taken from the German physician Johann Schroeder's writing in the 1600s regarding the use of fresh bodies in the mummification... mummification Process. Motherfucker. Anyway. Sorry, I guess really like amped when I'm like completely illiterate. Um, <laughs> so, this is direct quote. 
you text the fresh unspotted cadaver of a red-headed man because in them oh God. the blood is thinner and the flesh heads no, more excellent. It's not. <laughs> Aged about 24 who's been executed and died a violent death. Let's the corpse lie one day and one night in the sun and the moon and you will preheat oven to 400 degrees. <laughs> Jesus no. Don't you mention ovens when that accent is going. <laughs> But the weather must be good. Cuts the flesh in pieces and sprinkle it with myrrh and just a little alcohol. This isn't normal. It this seems is not so normal. <laughs> then soak it in spirits of wine for several days. Hang it up for six to ten hours. Soak it again in spirits of wine. And then let... This, I don't know why he's got the lisp. This is just the most accurate way of doing it for me. Then let the pieces dry in dry air in a shady spot. Thus they will be similar to smoked meat and will not stink. They're not. They're not similar to smoked Well, I guess they are in some ways. Yeah, I know. They're literally <laughs> talking about making human jerky. Um, this mention of a violent death recurs again and again in these kinds of remedies, though. Because it was referenced in the belief that a person's youthful essence or energy would be trapped within if the death was quick and painful enough. So the same idea like with ghosts. You know, like if a person dies after getting hit by a truck... Or something like that, or like a suicide, or, or something, you know. They'll continue to roam the, this current plane of existence. In that idea, if you took the blood or the parts of the body that you needed from that, you would be able to basically eat that person and consume their spirit, which is kind of similar to the Maori... Well, it may not be Maori, but there's cultures in, like, the Pacific Islands that do the same thing. Anyway. Um, we could get in that for, like, an just, hour. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a wow. But we're actually to the end of that one. So this is not, this is the, this, this is not, like, this is probably the worst of it. But in other portions of the world, the practice of cannibalism as medicine was meant to be more of a positive act. Especially in China, where the practice of filial cannibalism was popular. I'll just give you a quick crack at what you think the term filial cannibalism means. Well, um, trying to remember my Latin root words here. Um, filio. Um, I don't want to say family, but family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, filial cannibalism was basically. And I'm going to try to put this in real concise form because this was fucking disgusting all right gold star warning gold everybody star warning on this one um you might get a frowny sticker for this one but <laughs> you, were Jay, you were we're going down a level on the layers we're going down one from earth to hell you lost the layer james you lost the layer you're losing it james you're slipping anyway in china and it's almost kind of like morbidly funny the way that this happened was it in a concise, oh really yeah the way that this goes down was in a concise form, the idea of filial cannibalism was intended for the children to feed their parents parts of themselves. No. Self-cannibalism. Wait. In order to cure any maladies that they may have had. Less than understandable was the fact that the people who were being fed parts of themselves would die... And then they would kind of shrug their shoulders and go, Oh, I guess it was his time. Listen, listen. So... Little little Chris, okay, in little China. <laughs> he's he's going to give him a very un. I'm glad you took that route. I like this. Go. He he's got a tummy ache, right? Yes. Uh, it it's, it hasn't gone away for a couple days. How do the parents pitch this to their son? 
What do they say? The thing was, it wasn't usually the parents pitching it to the children. It was the children. It was literally an accepted practice that the kids would literally just take parts of their parents and feed it to their parents. So that makes sense. What if I cut off your pinky toe, mom? Happened a lot. (laughs) And I fucking feed it to you. Maybe that will help me feel better. It literally happened a lot because in their minds, the idea was. You cure a negative with a negative, therefore you make a positive, which is like... Well, what does the fucking parent do? If they're feeling bad, they're like, oh, I gotta go find grandma. Gotta fucking take one of her fucking hips it's and not... just fucking inhale it. Uh, <laughs> this is the bit where it really fucks with me in this one, because what was kind of the funny bit, I guess, was that the Chinese emperor later on issued an edict to the more rural regions of China where this was kind of more popular, because it wasn't all of China. But in the rural areas, that was sort of the thing. Where this practice took place, that you couldn't feed your parents parts of themselves, but yet the edicts were strongly ignored and weren't enforced. It's kind of like the Krampus, you know. Listen, if you've been feeding people parts of themselves for years, it's kind of hard to quit, right? It's like, you know, once you find a show on Netflix, you just got to finish it. Pretty much, yeah. I hate this. This, this I hate modern it day example was brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> yeah. We're not sponsored, no, but we'd not. like to be. Wait, so when, when did that stop? Has that stopped? Is it it still- has stopped. It has stopped. Um, Overall, because, you know, clearly if you were eating your parents, the Chinese government would fucking execute you. Listen, but- these people used to have so many kids, too. Uh, is, is this what just fucking killed? Like... It's like, they get to the point where they're just taking so many important parts from their parents, they just literally killed them? Yes. I, I shit you not. There was... I, I'm not even going to go too deep in it. There were edicts on all parts of the body, parts that just made my stomach turn to where I not even want to dedicate any more time to it. But, Penis was definitely one of them, wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't anus. It was eyes. was one. Um, yeah. Right. Anyway. Listen, an eye for an eye, right? Literally <laughs> makes the whole fucking world stupid. It anyway. fucking kills your... Your, your fucking granddad. Pe- anyway, yeah. so moving past that, because otherwise we're gonna just be stewing in anger. The next one up is Powdered Skull. Fucking metal, bro. Snort that no, shit no, up. No, no. <laughs> Snort that shit off a hooker's ass of whichever gender you wish bro, to pursue. Give me, give me some Powdered Skull. Sex work is work too. It is. It is. The wavelength too. is so bad. <laughs> anyway, so outside the literal human jerky, there were possible uses for bones. Were fucking endless, <laughs> my man. Fucking bro, just uh, take that bone, put it right to the dome. Right to the dome, bro. Right to the dome. <laughs> and I will say this much. If anybody out here is like, well, you know, we're so much better now. You know, there are a lot of people that eat organ meat of animals for that same purpose. Yeah. And those of you that eat organ meat, yeah, you know. Listen. You know who you are. <laughs> I saw how agile fucking deer was, and I was like, listen. What if I eat Slid deer lungs? And drink its blood. I mean, to be honest, like, if you've ever really looked at, like, old, old world, like, food recipes, like, what was it, goose's blood soup <laughs> and shit like that, blood sausage, that was used commonly, so you I think there take, was a weird wire. Cross. You will take blood of deer, and you will put it in soup. You eat, you feel virile, don't you? <laughs> Pretty much. That's literally how that worked. I think, like, my great-grandmother had recipes for it because she came... Like, I think her parents came direct from, like, Europe back in the 18... Borscht. Yeah, it wasn't borscht. It was, like, some weird, like, bohemian thing that doesn't exist anymore. You but mean, uh, like, uh, was it a uh, Rhapsody, per se? I just want to let you know that in the Czech Republic, our people have a fucking cathedral made out of bones. Yeah, it sounds about right. It is entirely accurate. It is fucking terrifying. <laughs> but... Wow. 
The uses of bones. Well, what could you use a bone for? Crushing it up like Adderall, you feel like fucking Superman. But as we stated before, the skull was especially a valuable piece, especially useful when it was kind of given some time for moss to grow on it. No. Yes. I'm talking a human Age the skull. They're talking about this shit like, jeez. Like, it's like, listen, um, like, the 2015 skull is doing good, but if you really want the primo shit, man... You gotta go ahead and get the 2008 skull because that stuff it's gonna listen. It's been aged oh in the God. it's been aged in the finest fucking uh, dirt and maggots. I mean, dude, like I just I, I can tell you all about this skull, but the the best thing you can do for yourself just go ahead and have some. You know? I would love to see a fucking drug dealer that does this. <laughs> like he's trying to sell you a fucking like uppers or mollies or something. Because man, I got this fucking sweet shit, man, that you haven't even heard. Of Here's yet. the thing: you haven't even heard this shit. I'm, you haven't even heard it. Shut up! I'm the dealer. I'm the dealer, and you're buying. This you one, are, no, 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 no. This one's called. No, no, no. This... Let me finish the bit. Oh, uh, 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 let me let me I got play the along. Shit, man. Uh, you want the shit right dude. here? You want the shit right here? I want you that. know what? This is old lady skull that I've powdered up into a small jar. Dude, listen, like you can snort that shit off of anything. I mean, will it get me high? Probably. <laughs> That'll be some adverse reaction as your brain is shutting down. But yeah, it'll get you high. Straight to the dome. Straight to the fucking dome, like. Fucking <laughs> Christ! Can't even believe it. Hey, it's good. Anyway. <laughs> There goes all of the Scottish listeners. We had all four of those. Anyway, um, but specifically, in all seriousness, the moss was actually pretty fucking useful. It was it was a usnea moss. Um, that okay. was sort of the shortened Latin version. I didn't want to get into that shit. But the properties of that moss was that it acted as an antiseptic and as a bleeding coagulant, which you can okay. actually still buy. You can buy it in, like, bags. But it usually doesn't grow on skulls. You can buy it growing on fucking trees now. <laughs> The whole process of corpse medicine is so fucking unnecessary. <laughs> they didn't think that, hey, maybe this happens in nature. Are we sure that we can only get it off a of fucking skull? Pretty much, yeah, no. But the, the idea here was that if it had to be attached, the, the process of thinking was that it had to be attached to the body for it to have that kind of medicine. You know what's value. so fucked up? Because I'm this? not a fucking tree. You know what's so fucked up with this whole thing? Is like, shit like this, like, and just like the thought processes that have not gone away. Because if you look at, like, Norwegian black metal and, like, Euronymous and how, like, they thought it was, like, the big, the, the most badass thing to, like, drink his blood or, like, eat part of his skull they to, like, part of give his, him, okay, like, part so of his just essence. Just to give us some context, though. The, what the story we're talking about, if you haven't heard about this, was that in Norwegian black metal, there was a guy in that scene who was fairly, I think, popular, but he dealt with some serious mental His alcohol. name, he called himself Death. He called himself Death. He killed himself. And rather than being like a morally upstanding person where if your friend has literally blown the top of his head off with a fucking shotgun. The first thing you do is take a picture. the medical people, even though he's dead, he took parts of his skull and turned it into a necklace. Which actually, there was a practice that I didn't talk about here where you could take the tooth of a corpse and press it to your tooth and somehow that was supposed to cure a toothache. Oh. It's the same concept. He would wear it as some sort of weird... Like, you can see it even today. But, that being said, quite commonly, why we mention Ireland in the first place is that these skulls, without owners and without people who really gave a shit because those people were long dead themselves, came from areas in Ireland, but because pickings were getting slim and the moss over there was like, people were picking. I don't know, they were listen. fucking grave robbing like a motherfucker for this stuff. <laughs> They're just kicking open an old wooden door to a tomb and just coming out with bones. 
<laughs> like I'm not even dicking around here. But they I came, wish you were kidding. It came from Ireland, but it also could come from more local positions. Oh, fantastic! Yes. So if you well remember too, we're talking medieval England, where or Europe in general. So you know, there's a lot of people that are just fucking dying here and there. Fucking you know, dying, bro. Bro, if, if, the... if I want to get the primo powdered shit, listen, the stuff that'll listen. keep you up all fucking night, <laughs> you need to go to the death, black death plague pit. Outside of town. Listen, you gotta go to dot com. That's blackdeathplaguepit.com. Oh Listen, we only have a limited supply of these 100% skull-grown moss samples. And listen, you can get yours truly just for three payments of four twenty ninety nine. That's four twenty ninety nine. Please call. Why does this sound like one of those really weird right-wing like coffee companies that I've heard about? Where it's like, that's right, we'll give you coffee so powerful it'll grow hair on your chest and kill liberals. And you're like, what was that last bit? Are you tired of? Are you tired of the globalist conspiracy or whatever? Are you tired of people telling you you're fucking crazy for believing in QAnon? Are you ready to meet JFK Junior? <laughs> Junior and Senior potentially, depending upon what part of QAnon you believe in. I don't even... Shit's so fucking quack, dude. Anyway, so... The skull could be taken in powdered form to cure head ailments. Ideally, ingesting the dust of the skull. About five would cure you, somehow. Now, you may be asking yourself... <laughs> uh, I'm asking myself a lot of questions right now. <laughs> why the skull? Jake, well... Jake, Jake. Why the skull? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this, this champagne is really hitting the moment. Well, the fact was that the skull was part of the brain. And if you had ailments of the head, whether it was contusions or concussion, or you just had goofy brain, because that was probably how they handled that fucking Oh, situation. this dude's got loony brain! He's got loony brain. <laughs> I won't be like Ben Kissel and go like doy-doy children, because that's disrespectful. But the fact is, that the idea was that the skull was in the general vicinity of the brain. So you would take the skull of a healthy person, based on no science whatsoever, and you would basically ingest the dust so that it would fix your brain and skull. Now, Wait, ingest how, Jake? Well, you would take <laughs> that powder and you would mix it with alcohol. Okay, yeah, nice. Now, that being said... So you're saying after, after we're done recording, that's what we're going to do, right? No. <laughs> if you want to snort some Smarties and see if it cures your nose, maybe my guess. <laughs> but the funny thing about it is taking dust of any kind and applying it to a hemorrhage or bleeding will staunch it regardless. Wow. It didn't have to be skull. It could have been starch and shit. And here's the thing to remember, too. These people didn't understand what germs were. No. And no, no, no. <laughs> you're at a time when plague and shit is going on and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So you could imagine just taking, like, fucking... Let's, let's, let's apply these to his plague pustules. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. See, that's the thing. It's like the flagella. It's like you're whipping yourself, but you, you don't understand that somehow this jackass way of attempting to bring a cure about by it, like... Pleading to God is causing you to die. We need to do an episode on that. Oh, wait. Specifically. Yeah, that longer, but yeah, I'd like to. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Because corporal punishment for, like, medical cures, that's been going on for oh, a that? long time. Oh, I thought you meant the Black Death. I'm like, that's no, an eight-part I mean, just the flagellus. Oh, no, flagellus. Yeah, we can do bits and pieces. I, well, I'd love when, to. When, when we get to, at some point, we will do a Black Death series. Oh, but yeah, no, not, we are being paid. Nah. We're not being bullied on the internet. 
my people who only watched one of the fucking episodes. And that brings us to another commercial break. <laughs> Do you Are you happy with your erectile dysfunction? <laughs> then take blue chew. Oh god. <laughs> just get like we just get an angry email in all caps in the blue chew Cease and now, desist. Shut the fuck up. Cease and desist. Cease to desist. Anyway. So you might be thinking, Lucas. <laughs> I fucking hate your shit. <laughs> Listen, you might be thinking, does he have was the balls just, to say this? Was this just for the poor and the destitute? No. The stupid? I'm assuming it was actually probably pretty uh, pra- high, highly practiced by the noble people. Fuck. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> because they were like, listen, they, because if you think about it with their point of view, it's like, all these fucking bitchy poor people, like, why don't I just use their body and fucking inhale it into myself? Also, we're also talking about the same nobles that were inbred. Like, we're talking Habsburg inbred. Have a fucking Google crack on that. Just fucking see, talking out the shower of mouth. There are so many inbred, like, deformities that are specifically known to the Habsburg gene line that it's like, oh yeah, protruding chin, bulbous <laughs> yeah. forehead, oh, cleft foot and palate. Basically, if you look like an abstract Picasso painting. But you look, like, when you look like Picasso's self-portrait towards the yeah. end of his life, yeah. When you start looking like that, things might not be going as well as you think. <laughs> when you look like the bombing raid picture of Grenier. If you start looking like the Pillsbury Dome Man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway. So, it was obviously not merely to locals in folk medicine here. Thomas Willis, the 17th century pioneer of brain science. No. Yes. No. Concocted a drink that was said to cure apoplexy by mixing powdered so what human is apoplexy? skull and chocolate. What is apoplexy? Mean? Apoplexy is basically brain hemorrhaging. Okay. It's bleeding, bleeding from the, the brain. brain. Which is Whether bad. Whether it's, I think in the older term, I don't think it's the same as like a concussion. That's more of a bruising in the brain. Well, a concussion is your brain literally moving out of place, right? Well, it's ta- it's being, yeah, it's being taking and shifting it aggressively. Yeah. One such person who subscribe, 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 subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast. Oh! Nice. Nice. <laughs> Always be sound. <laughs> With Always me. be close. With- <laughs> Was King Charles II, who was provided a concoction of he- powdered human skull mixed with an alcoholic solution that was believed to cure all known ailments. Um, Everything. I- cure all. Listen, alcohol and fucking dome, bro? Fucking change your life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bing bong. <laughs> Fuck your life. Joe Byron? <laughs> who? Byron. Anyway. <laughs> The funny thing was this, and I love this. This is almost like a you-get-what-you-give situation. On his fucking deathbed, his personal doctors were desperately pushing these, what they called king drops, (laughs) in order to save him, not really understanding that that treatment wasn't doing jack shit, and he died. (laughs) Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Now, what I love about this is that although the effectiveness of the skull mixed with alcohol treatment was obviously bullshit, because clearly a king died and that should have brought up some red flags. Yeah. It didn't stop it from being sold in physician shops and apothecaries up until the 1700s. Ah, I believe it. That makes actually a lot of sense. And it certainly didn't dissuade people from taking it. Because there was a pervasive popularity stemmed, like I said, from the idea that the skull appeared connected to the various conditions and ailments of the mind or of the head. I actually want to make a, a salient point here. Make hopefully, salient hopefully point. what's salient. When you think about <laughs> why people didn't change their opinions based on new information, I actually want to make a, con- a connection to this and a lot of like uh, conspiracy theories that you see nowadays. Go ahead. 
when some someone's like identity becomes so enthralled with a specific belief or or like um or like way of thinking that like everything is informed by that way of thinking yeah. to to say that something is wrong means that a part of themselves has to die like they have to admit that a part of themselves yeah. is incorrect it's, which it's, is why when yeah. you see things like QAnon or things like that that sound fucking bizarre like the way that people people it's impossible for that to get to home a lot of times because they have to admit that the way they've been living them lives purposely in certain ways is wrong if they admit that they yeah. changed to new opinions, which is why that is so difficult for certain people because it like, let's be honest, that's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, even at a more like less QAnon level, it's the same idea when it comes to certain things when you talk like with your grandparents about bits and pieces of like modern society. That person yeah, who and- may have hated on gays and minorities in the 50s is not going to change that lifestyle yeah. primarily You're... because if they're confronted with it it's easier for them to basically sort of reconstitute that prejudice or that incorrect information yeah exactly rather than accept that basically the last 35 years of your life were spent with you being a bigot right and people don't want to be bigots and no one wants to look well at nobody them. wants to be seen as racist except for the racist even people. racist people you, on yeah. some level don't think they're racist they right, just I, think I, they're smarter than everybody else i love Okay, slight side tangent, but I love this because I watched a, um, a documentary when I was in high school for an African-American history class with the one and only... Oh, I took that class, Mr. too. C oh, yeah. About the Klan. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The Klan one was so amazing because they were like... The people would sit there like, it's the Grand Wizard of the... What you call it? Yeah. <laughs> but the fucking... The guy is sitting there and they're like... So what is your political and racial ideology? And the guy would go like, well, I'll tell you what, Greg. We just want you to know that white people are superior. This is literally probably like the just... We don't go hating on other people. Now, I don't hate a man for the color of his skin. Nor his... hate him for the color of his skin, and I assume that that directs his content of character. Listen... But I ain't no bigot. And it's like, just, what the fuck? Yeah, what right. kind of mental gymnastic hoop did you just jump through? No, but seriously, though, like, and I think that, like, it's, um, and honestly, I think in our times, and not to preach to people, but I think understanding why certain people have those opinions rather than just making fun of them on the surface level is going to be crucial to us just as a society figuring out how to work. Because most cases, it's, like, economic fears and stuff like that. Um... That's why a lot of people get driven into, like, the racial conspiracy bit. Because you see, like, a lot of working class folks, they're always the same argument is they're taking our jobs, but... Yeah, well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's easy to... It's easy to be scared, right? Yeah. That's why people pitch that. That's it's why, the human condition to be afraid. It, it, that's, why, that's why politicians pitch it. That's why other people... Because it's much easier to be scared than it is to convince someone that things are okay. Yeah. Or that, it, like, change is scary. But anyway, speaking of scary... And guess change, what drives people into action? fear if you think things are okay is it going to drive you to do anything not necessarily no. so that's anyway. why i said you almost have to make people afraid of climate change in order to make people do something about yeah, it. yeah because if they don't think it's an issue then they're not gonna and we are yeah. doomed we're so fucked <clears throat> well parts of us are well i feel we're probably okay but up that... in, yeah up here in wisconsin where we live we are a-okay the, the colorado ne- <laughs> currently on fire the next generation A after country us made entirely of rocks you and say we're a-okay but <clears throat> you neglect the fact that number one we just had fucking december tornadoes uh and number hey, okay <laughs> and number two we just literally had a week in a week span where we were like in the 40s and then we went down to like 
negative five like the week after. Oh, I'm fully fucking aware. So, I mean. I am scared. But my fear aside, you know what else other people are afraid of? Corpse medicine. No, no. They're afraid of not taking corpse medicine. Lobotomy stems can. Because. (laughs) Because. (laughs) As you might find out. Similar concoctions were created involving folding in herbs alongside that powdered skull or mixing exotic chocolates. That was weird. Ooh. Sensual. Ooh. And I don't like how that exotic turned out. Exotic chocolates. Ooh. Is it remember, act- this is also happening during the time of. Is that like activated almonds? <laughs> do you know what activated almonds are? It's 99% cacao. <laughs> it's not. Do you know what activated almonds are, though? No. <laughs> it's literally, I swear to God. <laughs> it's like a new age fucking health conspiracy oh, thing. Well done. <laughs> like a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. You literally though. soak fucking almonds in like alkalized water until they like start sprouting things and then you eat them. <laughs> you germinate I the could... fucking almonds <laughs> and then you <laughs> eat it. <laughs> what a fucking crock of shit. Oh, oh my god. Activated almonds. So activate. Almonds activate. Go. Yeah, honestly, in, I think uh, <laughs> shout out to the. um one of the podcasts I listened to that explained that to me, and I was like, "This is Which fucking is uh, QAnon Anonymous." Oh, okay. Yeah, but just to be clear, that that's a good podcast, but they are not uh, into QAnon. They just um, no, no, they basically they take explain the all the things. Of it, yeah, yeah. But, you, um, so if you're into any of that sort of thing, um, you know, we 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 endorse them. They're good. So. Yeah, but I I might want to sort of put as a sort of timeline context that exotic chocolate mixture was coming direct from the New World at this point. In the 1600s, we're talking major Spanish colonization of the West Indies. Well, yeah, because, you know, crossed. The best thing about it was that, you know, obviously, when you're a European, you see, like, the ancient Aztecs and the Mayans drinking chocolate, which was a thing that reserved only for the royalty. You kind of, in a crack-headed sort of way, thought, that looks good to me. That looks delicious. Yeah. So, just to give you a short list, the idea was this. Taking this could cure epilepsy, bleeding of various kinds, both internal and external, dysentery, something quoted as nervous complaints. Oh, no. Depression, <laughs> which the alcohol definitely saw to that. And That's not how one. alcohol works. Here's the big one. Prevention of death. <laughs> okay. Im- immortality. <laughs> immortality. That reminds me of the fucking SpongeBob. What the fucking Listen! No, that's perfect. Do that reminds, it! That reminds me of the SpongeBob episode. Oh my god! They literally <laughs> say that eating chocolate will make you live forever. They say that! Oh my god, we cracked the code. <laughs> Holy sweet Jesus! <laughs> Honestly, oh, shit. no, and I don't think they just stumbled upon that because Steven Hillenburg and those writers no, were those very, very smart. So I think that someone must have known. Somebody that, must have known. Yeah, because it's literally just the whole thing. And what uh, an amazing God. thing, fuck! I never connected those two. Lines. No, I just thought about that and I was like, Jesus. "Oh my, holy shit!" Oh Jesus, we get to hear you brag about it for the rest of the night. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You do, okay. but the listeners don't. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> so that's um, the price you pay for hanging out with me. That's true. So the fact is that, again, those ailments did go by the wayside. That was more of your, like, quackery nonsense, like, you gotta take cocaine to, leave, like, quiet the voices in your head sort of thing. Take the cocaine. I'll tell you It'll what help. hasn't, though. This one is interesting. Don't actually take the cocaine. But <laughs> no, anyway. please don't. But if you want to, we're not held liable. Anyway, exactly. And we won't stat- judge you, but we're stat- not doing it. to top the uses of bones in actual human... The bones! ...skin in meat. <laughs> ...was the use of human blood in medicine, which was extremely popular amongst both the rich and the poor, like I brought up before with the blood drinking in Rome. 
It was mostly popular in England, Germany, and Hungary as a restorative for aging and medical remedies. So, okay. in the regions of Germany and Hungary specifically, people would harvest the blood from decapitated convicts for either personal <laughs> consumption or to sell it to the peasants with the intention of being a listen, cure-all for multiple listen, issues. Yeah, there's a, there's a hierarchy to that, right? Because you know, you don't necessarily want just the common theft blood, right? You want someone that just fucking did some crazy shit. You want someone who fucking robbed the fucking house next door to you. <laughs> you, went like, you don't want that common thief shit You want a guy Who's stolen some rocks From the rock quarry The hard shit And it's like Okay I was looking for like Murderers and shit like that But yeah I guess That was meant to be stupid I hope you it know It was that. stupid Anyway So I, Again The use of convicts Cause I guess there was this Convict really- Music It comes gonna sue us um, what the thing was that convicts specifically, this is what I can kind of glean from this, is that there was this really weird, like, because most convicts probably were dying at an early age, because that lifestyle didn't really provide you a high level of survival, where a lot of people were like, he's so crazy and brawny and strong, that's why he crushed that woman's head with his bare hands. <laughs> people were getting... Give me some of that Kit Kat bar. People were horny for convicts. I know. Like, listen... <laughs> Dude, like, people today are horny for convicts. Well, yeah, Why do you there's... think there's so many true crime podcasts out there? Well, do you remember the, um, there was that one convict that they called, like, the hot convict, the sexy convict, who literally got, like, out of jail and then got a supermodel girlfriend Ted afterwards? Bundy? No, it was, um... Ted Bundy was, like, Look up, like, the hot felon. Oh, that Jeremy okay, Meeks, I think his name is? Okay, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up. We're gonna, we're taking a fucking internet minute here no i swear to god he literally he literally got famous because his mugshot people thought was so hot that they just (laughs) i'm so interested to see it's it's yeah i mean i kind of hate it convict hot felon hot Hot felon felon. jeffrey meeks the hot convict oh god it's for the huffington post yep (laughs) how how the mighty one-way debut in new york Oh no, he's got the teardrop tattoo. He has killed someone in jail. <laughs> His mugshot, mugshot McDreamy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 33 year old ex con turned male model. <laughs> Jeffrey Meeks. Oh, cool. He's, he's, in, he's appeared in front of such fashion designers as Madonna, Kylie Jenner, Tiffany Trump, and Paris Hilton. Yeah, just the, just the greatest people on earth. Oh, he was arrested on felony weapons charges? <laughs> I don't know. The teardrop tattoo really makes me think he has murdered somebody in jail. Maybe he did. Maybe I, he didn't get that, caught That for is what that is, but like, I don't know if he got it for clout. I don't know. I mean, if he wants to let us know if he actually killed someone in jail. Right into the podcast, Jeffrey. Yeah, uh, email. Spend your precious time being hot. Email hackhistory101 at gmail.com. We are going to fucking get killed in our sleep. <laughs> what did he do? Okay, I'm just going to assume it was weapons charges, but Jesus Christ, what an interesting situation. Uh, anyway, oh, hold up, here's a Wikipedia, that'll be great. That usually, he was in a street gang, though. Oh my Ooh. god, the fucking blue eyes are terrifying. Um, Let's see, what, oh, he's in Stockton? Which Stockton? In Washington, okay, thank god. There's a Stockton in Wisconsin. Um, There is a Stockton in Wisconsin. He was... Arrested in 2014 after a gang sweep called Operation Ceasefire in Stockton, California. Hmm. Oh, okay, he was, yeah, he was 
he was locked up on felony possessions of firearm and grand theft. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see here. Did he? Anyway, I, I, I'm probably sitting here. Session. Oh, Jake, Jake, people came for this podcast. Are we going to keep going? Uh, what, no. what are we? No. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Look at the time. Look at the, look time. the time. Anyway. How much we got left? Uh, not a lot. All right. So, um, like I said, the convicts thing is in of itself an issue. Uh, the use of human blood curing leprosy was popular in China in the 19th century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's not going to help at all if you sit there and spread blood pathogen everywhere. Okay, now, this one specifically, I don't have a lot of basis on, but it was mentioned a couple times. So it's so bizarre. I, it's really a bizarre, bizarre one, but here's the one that might not be... Oh, this is uh, allegedly. This one's, this, we're not sure. We're this is sure. an allegedly one, but more notable individuals to subscribe to the method of blood drinking for medicine was both Louis XI in 1483 and Louis XV in 1750, who partook in consuming the blood of children as a way of attempting to cure leprosy. I'm, I'm just waiting for you to keep going. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> However... Just to give you any more information that the nobles of Europe are fucked up, there is a more infamous um, instance of this. You may have known this one. I, I'm pretty sure you have heard of this person. We can talk about uh, the original Count Dracula. Uh, well, I actually neglected to because he is so well known. Okay. But there was a Hungarian noblewoman named Elizabeth Bathory. Who had an overwhelming narcosis of fighting the aging that she was going through. So she was fixated on this shit. That's all she could think about. She was terrified of getting old. Would you like to know how many people she killed for this? 69. 600. No. Yes. 600. Allegedly, she's the world's greatest serial killer. There is some indication that she is a serial killer. God damn. 600 virgin maidens were murdered so she could bathe and shower in that blood... As a way of restoring her youth, as well as consuming the victims in a fucked up attempt to also reverse aging. You will be happy to know, though, she was eventually arrested and imprisoned for her crimes in 1610 before she was eventually placed in house arrest, which is weirdly like a strange wait, wait, only back- Only house arrest? No, no. She was arrested, imprisoned, and in the house arrest, they put her in her castle and just bricked the fuck 